Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kinds of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind not the watery kind at all if you're into wild game they have seasons and rubs for that as well don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat if you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking then you should go to www.meatgistics.com go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the ranger report podcast sent you walton's everything but the meat the ranger report yeah the ranger report Inside scoop. Listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Welcome to the Ranger Report Podcast. I am Ben Dieter. Glad to have you along. C.J. Berryman has the day off. Of course, you can find us at Twitter at bdieter 75 at the Ranger Report. C.J. is at C.J.B. underscore R.R. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, and now on YouTube. So please subscribe and click that bell so you know when we're going to put out new content on YouTube. Really helps us out if y'all subscribe. We're almost to 100 subscribers. Of course, we want to get to 1,000. That's when the monetary stuff kicks in. So that would be great. Also, don't forget, the Ranger Report has a shop. Go check it out. Buy stuff for Christmas. Uh, enjoy it. And thank you for listening. Today, we got a very special guest coming up. Jeff Wilson from rangerstoday.com will be joining us here in a moment. So hopefully you will enjoy that. Um, so we really appreciate it. It's been a great year. Thank you guys for all the listening and commenting and watching that you have done. And we hope to bring you even better content in 2023 going forward. So anyway, coming up next, we will have... 
have Jeff Wilson from rangerstoday.com. All right, everybody. Today we are joined by Rangers Today beat writer and uh, Rangers Today baseball podcast host, Jeff Wilson. Jeff, how's it going? Good, 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 man. How about you? I'm doing great. It's not not that I listen every week, but I wanted to start by saying, uh, you know, uh, $60 a year, $35 for half a year, rangerstoday.com. Yeah. People should subscribe. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's it's cheaper than anybody else. Yep. Uh, I think we cover the farm system better than anybody else. So uh, I just think that that combination alone is worth $60. So, uh, but yeah, you know, we, you know, we, we went to the winter meetings and um, going to go to spring training, travel probably a little bit more this year. So it'll, it'll be good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm getting old, but I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of getting tired of, of traveling. I don't want to cover 60 or 70 road games like I used to, but yeah. Um, I, I, I do still enjoy getting out there and going on the road. So there, there, there'll be, there'll be some of that, that this year, I think I only covered 10 or 11 road games last year, which is a pretty, pretty tiny number for me, but, yeah. um, you know, 20 or 30 seems reasonable, I think, depending on the kids' schedules and everything. So, yep. um, anyway, yeah, I mean, it's a bargain $60 no, a month uh, for a year is, is 16 cents a day. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think, I think you guys can do that one. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been, I, I joined pretty much as soon as you opened it because right. you've, always, you've always been one of my favorite beat writers and I have not been disappointed once that I did it, you know, in the last two years. Well, good. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Now I've got a blog, but here's the difference. Mine is free. And I post about, I don't know, once every eight to 10 days. <laughs> and so you get what you pay for. You know, I don't, I don't charge anything and you don't get very much. Yeah. You guys do. And you get some great content. Like you said, it's the minor leagues that I love because you guys, you guys cover it so well. Yeah, we try. I, I thought I thought that that was kind of lacking. Um, yeah, in in among the how I don't know if you call them the legacy outlets, the yeah the morning news and the Star Telegram, which now doesn't even cover the team. <laughs> uh, you know, the Athletic, uh, MLB dot com has MLB Pipeline, but um, you know you don't you don't see a ton of Rangers specific features and news on the farm system unless it's something catastrophic but um you know that's um it's just it's and it is fun you know player development watch these guys you know get them when they're young and watch them as they grow and progress through the system yeah. so um I, I can see why i can see why it appeals to a lot of people and why you know executives like it and why people want to be in 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 the player development and so it's, it's, yeah, it's fun. And they're, they're, you know, they're generally laid back. And yeah. They haven't uh, formed their egos yet. So um, <laughs> they're, they're, they're a little more willing. So it's, it's, it's good to to get in there and get those guys. I totally agree with you. All right. Let's start with non-Rangers news. Were you surprised by the Carlos Correa deal? Um, no, because it seems like the Giants had tried to do uh, get just about everybody and, yeah. and, and been able to do it. And, and then, you know, meanwhile, you saw the Padres, uh, they, they went out and signed, signed them a shortstop. And, um, you just really kind of, kind of felt like the giants needed to do something to keep up in the arms race, you know, with, with the Dodgers and the Padres. And, um, yeah, I mean, Correa's great. He's young. Um, it'd be interesting, you know, seeing him in the national league now and, yeah. and, and what'll happen with that. But, you know, the, 
the Giants, shoot, they they tried for Aaron Judge. They they tried for Xander Bogarts. I think they're they've tried for Carlos Rodon. Uh, you know, I, I don't know where that stands. I know the Yankees are are making a play for him, but it looks like it's going to be a really big contract and maybe bigger than anybody wants to go for him. So we'll see. But you know, the Giants the Giants were a really good team two years ago. So it's not like it's not like they're you know the Diamondbacks or the Rockies trying to make a splash. They made their splash. A couple of years ago, they won the they won the division, I think, or, or came close, and yeah. ended up losing to the Dodgers in the postseason. But um, they're they're not they're not far away, and so I, I think that Correa obviously is a great player. I know they have Brandon Crawford who's getting older, but um, they'll they'll figure it out. Yeah, I agree with you. Let's switch gears to the Rangers. You were at Degrom's uh, press conference, and of course, they have Andrew Haney as well. So what? Yeah. I mean. Were you surprised? I know listening to your podcast, you said the same thing we did. I didn't think it was going to be DeGrom. I thought it was going to be Rodon, but I was a little bit surprised, but you got to talk to him. What, what was your feeling now that you've talked to Jacob? What do you think about him? Uh, you know, he seems like a, a, a pretty good guy. I think, I think uh, he's going to like it here. The fit, you know, he's, he's not, uh, he's not a big city guy. You know, he's from, he's from Florida. he, he he went to college uh, at Stetson, uh, which is where Corey Kluber went. They they missed each other, but still, that's four Cy Young awards from that 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 general general area. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, general era of time. And so uh, he knows how to pitch. Obviously, unbelievable pitcher when he's healthy. Uh, but he seems like a good guy. Seems like a a fit on like the you know the family side of things. I think he's going to loosen up once he realizes that there's four beat writers instead of, you know, 10 or, or eight, however many cover the Mets. So, uh, we're not, you know, we're, we're not going to be up his ass, so to speak, you know, yeah. we're, we're just, we're, I mean, if, you know, if he gets a DUI or something, God forbid, then yeah, we wouldn't be, but, yeah. um, it just seems like he's going to be a, a, a good fit here. And I, I, I do think that's a legitimate thing. And, and I think the reverse is true too. Like we said, you saw what Joey Gallo, what happened to him in the spotlight. I think that, that once guys realize they're not in the spotlight, um, they they feel more at home and feel like they can do their work uh, a little bit more. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, obviously he's got to stay healthy. That's yeah. that's the big one, of course. And um, it'll be a big story if he's not, but it'll be a bigger story if he is because if he is healthy and he makes thirty starts, uh, he's he's a Cy Young contender, and yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Yeah, and you know, uh, nationally, most people don't see the Rangers as anything threatening at all. I mean, the comments on Twitter when he came here were uh, hilarious. Just like uh, last year when Corey Seager came here, Dodgers Nation got really salty about the Rangers. And, you know, yeah. it's just funny. They're with no expectations, like you said. And if he can stay healthy, he could have a Cy Young year easily. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, these teams that uh, are accustomed to winning, although I don't know how the Mets can feel accustomed to winning, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they had a great season last year, obviously, but the, um, or this year, but, um, yeah, you know, they, they look, they look at the price tag and they look at the win totals and they're like, Oh, well, they're just going after the money. And, and maybe some of that is true. I mean, I, you know, if somebody offered me $50 million more than somebody else did, then I'd probably go where the money is. And, yeah. um, you know, at, at, at DeGrom's age, he's 34, uh, a five-year deal take, you know, probably takes him to the end of his career unless he figures out the health thing and then kind of has a resurgence like Verlander and, and Max Scherzer have. But, 
you know, that's, that, that's it. I mean, you know, he could be looking at retirement in five years. So you got to go get your money. And, and, you know, Seager was younger, um, but he, and he, you know, he got the years to match it. Um, and, and I don't know, you know, he, he, he is very private. He has not loosened up. And uh, I don't know, I don't know if, if he was unhappy with the Dodgers. I can't imagine he was, but uh, you never know, but yeah. Hey, you know, they're Rangers now and, and, and uh, the Rangers need to, you know, get their money's worth. And speaking of offense, I haven't seen a lot in the free agent market as far as big bats go that have interested me too much, but I've heard a lot of talk everywhere, including y'all about possibly Joey Gallo coming back on a one-year deal to Texas. Do you find that yeah. realistic at all? And if, if not, I mean, I think it'd be a good fit for Joey, but would it be a good fit for Texas? Yeah. You know, I, I, there, there are people in the organization who would be all for him coming back. I mean, they, they, drafted him they developed him he's hit 40 home runs two different times for them um when he's when he's dialed in on the strike zone and uh isn't chasing he's he's a really good offensive player um i think the shift the shift is going to have it has to benefit him i mean i you know i i'm i know that people said that you can bring a the left fielder over and stick him where the second baseman has been playing for the last few years there in shallow right maybe that's what people do but um, you still have to, you're, you're still talking about a left fielder having to field a ground ball and throw it to first, something he's not used to doing. So, uh, I, I think, I think that it's going to be, yeah, I don't know how much of a, a difference it would make in his batting average. Let's say it's 20 points. Let's say he goes from 210 to 230. That's, that's pretty significant. You yeah. know, I mean, that, that's, that's, you know, and that's balls that are getting through with, with, you know, two outs maybe and then, and a runner second and getting a run home. <laughs> I, I think he, you know, Scott Boris said it's going to be a one-year deal. Uh, he's got to, you know, re-up his value, uh, you know, for, for next year. Um, he, you know, he's so at peace at Globe Life Field with the Rangers. It's, yeah. it's, played, it's a place he knows. Uh, that's big for Joey. You know, he, he cried when he, when he left the team. He didn't want to go to New York. And so I, I think that, I think that he would be willing to, to take a, a really cheap deal. You know, Cody Bellinger got 17 and a half million. I don't think Joey Gallo would get that. I think he could maybe get half that or 60% of that. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the Rangers should do it. I mean, he's at, at worst, he becomes a platoon partner for, for Bubba Thompson, let's say, yeah. or Ezekiel Duran. You know, I, I just think that uh, with the defense and, and how much Joey has had, you know, success here, I think it makes some sense. So minor leagues and major leagues, what difference is it going to be to have Mike Maddox back uh, as the pitching coach? Well, it, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a new, it's going to be a new old way of looking at things. You know, I think the Rangers have at times gotten too far into the the metrics. Um, I think that, uh, you know, they, they get their hands on a young guy out of college who throws hard and, they just tell them, okay, just throw hard. You know, they don't teach them how to pitch. They just tell them kind of what to do. And then you never really get a feel for pitching when you get up here and have to know how to get out, let's say. And so uh, I, I think Mike, you know, he breaks down each pitcher so well. Uh, he gets an idea of what their strengths are. He then, you know, you know one of his best attributes is, is breaking down an opposing lineup uh, rather than just relying on the numbers. So, and, and I think with, with Mike and Bruce Bochy and Chris Young, they want, they want to push the starters, you know, they, they don't, 
they they don't necessarily believe in the the three time you know the three times through the batting order and that came up kind of on our last episode and and mike said that's been a problem ever since baseball's been played it's just in the last five to ten years you know the numbers people have said oh well you can't you can't do it well sure you can't i mean pitchers did it for 120 years you know i mean yeah uh i i just i just think that there's gonna be a little bit more of an old school approach um with starters and and there there should be i mean you know it's it's i know i know that that teams shorten short try to shorten games of their bullpens in the postseason and that's fine because it's a short series but over 162 games it's just not going to work you're going to need you're going to need 20 relievers at that point you know if you if you if you do that so um you know, I, Martin Perez is, is going to eat innings. I think John Gray has a chance to, to, you know, get around 170, maybe 180 this year. Um, if he stays yeah. healthy and then you kind of have to kind of have to figure out the Grom and Haney and, and, uh, Odorizzi, if yeah. that's it, if that, that's it, you know, I still think that they could sign another pitcher. I really do. And, yeah. um, Odorizzi is like a swing guy or something, but, um, I do, I do like, I do like Maddox coming back. And I, I think that like, there's not going to be any more um, growing room for these guys to, to grow. You know, like if they're, if they're struggling and, and something needs to happen, I think Mike would speak up and say, he's got to go to minors and, and work on this. He's, he's not helping us here. Yeah, I agree. And you look back at the the one season, 2011, probably the Rangers' best pitching season. Everybody stayed healthy the whole year. And right. every, everyone right. gave you that extra inning that you're talking about right now. Yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, I it, that just doesn't happen very often where no mm-hmm. none of the guys who opened the season or rotation went on the disabled list. I know, I remember Matt Bush had like a kidney stone, or not, not Matt Bush, Matt Harrison yeah. had a kidney stone. And um, um, I think he missed start. Um, so they just moved the long guy back when they had a long guy, uh, whose last name was Bush. There we go. Uh, the <laughs> Red Sox pitching coach, they moved him into the, into the, um, rotation for a couple starts and that was it. But yeah. yeah and they, they, seven innings was routine for these guys, you know, Colby Lewis and CJ Wilson, <laughs> they wanted, they weren't satisfied if they didn't pitch seven innings, you yep. know, and then, and, uh, that's. <laughs> you know, you see a guy pitch seven innings now, and you do backflips and car- yeah. cartwheels, and you wonder if he's going to need an extra day between starts. I mean, it's ridiculous. It is. All right, let's switch down to the minors and look into your crystal ball. Who do you think Rangers fans could see in Arlington by the end of 2023? Just a uh, okay. just a couple well, names, yeah. Yeah. No, I. I um, uh, his, his injury complicates things, but I think Aaron Zavala has a chance, um, just with his ability to understand the strike zone and to, uh, you know, I think he showed a lot at Frisco last year. Uh, well, and really Hickory, his last month at Hickory and then in Frisco looks like he found some power. Um, but he's, he's just, he's just a good darn hitter, you know, and then, you know, Second round pick, 38th overall, Pac-12 player of the year is last year there at school. I mean, obviously he knows how to hit, uh, but he he's he seems like a guy, especially if if you know there's some uncertainty or, or what have you. So I I, I like I like Zavala. Um, 
And then I think Justin Foscue too. I think I think Foscue, if he if he is remains with the organization. I mean, I think we that's a caveat. But, you know, if he doesn't get traded this offseason, um, you know, he's going to be Rule Five eligible after the year. Uh, he's just a hitter, man. And 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 he he had a you know you kind of look at his numbers. He didn't hit a ton of home runs this this year, but you know his his uh, OPS is around eight fifty. He flirted with nine hundred late into the year. Um, the guy just knows how to hit. He doesn't strike out a lot, which I, I find pretty interesting. Uh, and I, I think that now that he will be eligible for the Rule Five draft, now is kind of when you might see him start to move around from second base, and maybe maybe they try him in left, maybe they try him in, at first a little bit. But um, those are probably my two guys I, I, as far as position players, pitchers. You know, I think we can all kind of throw a dart at Colwyn and then Jack Leiter and, yeah. and see what happens. But um, those two position players I really like. I agree with you. And I got I got to thank before we get off here. I got to thank you and John. First of all, I really enjoyed Do It For Dirt. It was my first time to go. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. that was a ton of fun. I had so much fun. But John, cool. just in passing, mentioned to me, hey, you guys should try YouTube because, you know, we do pretty well on there. And so I did. And we've only been doing it full time now for 10 episodes. And my numbers okay. are triple what the audio numbers are. Well, that's good. It's just crazy how quickly, like, yeah, I didn't um, realize so many people on YouTube loved podcasts. Yeah, yeah, we didn't, we didn't really. Know, I mean, I didn't know any of this stuff. Yeah, and, um, the place where who where we record our studio, um, they also do the the TCU. They do Frogs today, and they yeah. do a bunch of shows there. And um, you know, you got to build your subscribers because you know at some point you'll you'll be able to hit the monetization standards and, and minimums and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, we, we usually will do better per episode on YouTube. Um, and it's usually like, it's, it's usually a pretty big number better. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's good to, to get out. It's good to be seen, I guess, but it's just different. You know, it's, it's, yeah. uh, and it's, it's fun. And then, you know, I think it's nice to put faces with names and, yeah. um, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm glad that we do it like, like we have been, and, uh, you know, we still do, we still do okay on the audio side. I think, yeah. you know, a lot of people when they drive and whatnot, they, they'd rather, you know, I don't know if they have a long commute to work or if they're going from here to Houston or something, but, yeah. um, I'm glad we're able to offer both. Yeah, I am too. And that's, that's the funny thing. We, we are, our our biggest episode ever on the audio side. Cause we, well, we've been doing it since 2018. Our biggest episode ever is about 485, which isn't good. It wasn't, isn't bad for us. And yeah. I've already, I've already had a YouTube video hit 900. So it's just like, well, it's good. It's crazy to me that, you know, well, good for you guys. After, yeah. yeah. No, yeah we, we've, I know it's crazy, but we just, were you, I think this is episode 159 or 160 for us. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's and good. that's, that's this time around. I actually did this the first time around in 2011 and then I quit for huh. a while and then came back. So I've been doing this before it was cool. So, <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. You're a trendsetter. Pioneer. But yeah, that's the difference between you and me, though, is I, I'm still not getting paid for it. So. <laughs> well, we're not getting paid a ton. Let me tell you that's that. True, that's true. That's true. That's true. I know that. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com. <laughs>